This is the Healthy Free Life Show, where you're going to learn a new way to eat and live healthy for the glory of God. I'm your health coach, Katrina Sequenzia, and I'm on a mission to help Christians get healthy, ditch disease, lose weight, and find food freedom. So if you're ready to get healthy and free so you can live that abundant life that you've been promised, then let's do the thing. Hello, Created One. You're about to learn how to eat the way God designed. This is part of stage one of the Healthy Free Life Way. And it's incredibly important because most people look to diets or to books or to health gurus for diet and nutrition advice. And when they do that, it is incomplete. And we also know that diets rarely last. And this may be exactly what you have been doing or maybe what you're currently doing. But I'm here to tell you there is another way. So let's talk about it. One of the first steps to eating the way God designed is to begin looking at food differently. Now, let me ask you, what kind of a relationship do you have with food? Perhaps your relationship with food is eat this, not that. This is good. This is bad. But it's maybe based on man's definition of good and bad. This has too many carbs. It's bad. So we eat low carb. Or this has too much fat. It's bad. So we eat fat free. Eggs are good. Eggs are bad. Eggs are good. (laughs) Ah. Or maybe you fear that healthy eating is hard or that it's tasteless or that you have to give up your favorite foods in order to get healthy. But what if I told you it doesn't have to be this way? As believers, we do not have to look to the diet industry for what to eat. All we need to do is to simply look into the Word of God to discover God's diet plan for us, His people. After all, He created us. I think He would know a thing or two about what we should be eating. The Bible is our instruction manual for godly living, and God did not leave food instructions out of His manual. Food is talked about throughout Scripture. So let's take a quick look at just the first several books of the Bible. After creation and before the fall, in Genesis 1.29, God told Adam and Eve, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And then after the fall in Genesis 3.16, God gave them more to eat and said, you shall eat the herb of the field as well. Then skip ahead to after the flood, where God expands their diet even further, and he then gives us animals to eat. In Genesis 9-3, God says, everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. Just as I have given you green plants, I now give you everything. God sacrifices his creation for our well-being. What a gift he has given to us. There are lots of foods that fall under those three categories. The categories that I mentioned in the previous scriptures were seed-bearing plants, herb of the field, and animals. But in Corinthians 10, 23, it tells us that just because everything is permissible does not mean that everything is beneficial. Because it's later in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, when God was giving the Israelites his laws and instructions for living, he included more details about food. He drilled down his broad instructions just a little bit further and provided specific foods that the Israelites were not to eat. These dietary restrictions helped to set them apart from their neighbors, and it also protected them from diseases for hundreds of years to come. 
And this was essential because God's plan for salvation was dependent on the Israelite survival because Jesus was to be born from the Israelite nation. And while we no longer have to abide by these dietary restrictions for our spiritual salvation because of Christ's work on the cross, I ask you to consider the wisdom provided in these Old Testament commands. They brought significant preservation of the Israelite people, and I believe that they can do the same for us. So why would we not want to follow God's diet plan? It's time that we see food as God intended, which is his glorious gift to us from his marvelous creation. I call these foods God's glorious foods. God has given us so many glorious foods in his creation to nourish and to bring energy, health, and even healing to our body. God knew the exact nutrients that we would need to sustain life and to thrive. Let me give you the definition. God's glorious foods can be defined as food from God's creation, according to his instruction, eaten as close to its original state as possible. Let me share that with you one more time. God's glorious foods can be defined as food from God's creation, according to his instruction, eaten as close to its original state as possible. I have compiled a complete list of glorious foods, and I would love to email you this glorious food listing. If you would like to receive it, simply go to healthyfreelife.com forward slash four. And you will find a link to the glorious foods list on that page and you can request to have it sent to you. Again, that was healthyfreelife.com forward slash four. And that's the number four. I would like for you to consider to print this out if at all possible. And I want you to begin to get acquainted with it. You see, I have spent the last 15 years of my life studying under the top experts in the field of health and nutrition. This list is an accumulation of not only what God has to say about food, but also what the latest scientific research and studies are saying about the best foods for our human body. It is not surprising that science lines up with God's word. While God talks about food hundreds of times throughout scripture, he did not give us a full detailed food list. So you will find things on the glorious food list that are not mentioned in scripture. Avocados, for example, they fall under the umbrella of his permission to eat seed bearing fruits. They are not on his do not eat list. And science has confirmed that this is one of the healthiest fats on the planet. So avocados are on the glorious foods list. There are also foods listed in scripture that we are allowed to eat, but I didn't include them on the list. So crickets, for example, many countries around the world use crickets as a protein staple and they are allowed in scripture. However, I left that off of the glorious food list as it's not a common one here. You will not find crickets under the meat list. You're welcome to eat them, but it's not on the list. So while the foods on the list are from God's creation, and science has deemed them the healthiest foods for our bodies. This list is not titled God's glorious foods, but rather glorious foods. Now, if you were to look at the list, again, I hope that you print it off. I suspect that you're going to have one of the following responses. You're either going to say, Katrina, I eat so many of these foods already. Yay. Or what a great list, Katrina. I can't wait to get started eating like this. Or perhaps you're like, forget it. I don't like anything on this list. This isn't for me. 
Listen, if you're in that last category or something like it, where you feel like you're never going to be able to eat the glorious food way, listen, I got you. I promise it's going to be okay. I was once a veggie hating, fast food eating, Dr. Pepper drinking, yo-yo dieter. And by God's grace, I now eat and enjoy the bounty of his glorious foods. If I can do it, you can do it. And if you have invited God into the journey and you continue to ask for his strength and you stick with me long enough, I can help you to learn to love, to enjoy God's glorious foods. Now, our eventual goal is that we eat God's glorious foods 80 to 90% of the time. Now, you did not hear me say 100%. Even I don't eat 100% of God's glorious foods. Listen, this is not about perfection. The reason why I have not set the goal to eat God's glorious foods 100% of the time is that it's not realistic in our modern world with convenient processed foods that are filling the shelves of our grocery stores and fast food restaurants on every corner. Remember, the definition of God's glorious foods are foods from God's creation according to his instruction eaten as close to its original state as possible. If you ate glorious foods 100% of the time, that means that you would never eat anything processed. You would never have a cake or a piece of bread. And that it would also mean that you would never consume anything not on the list, like coffee or bacon or crab's legs, which happens to be my all-time favorite seafood dish when I was a kid. So there's no need to ask me, Katrina, why isn't XYZ on the list? Or Katrina, can I have XYZ? Because striving for 80 to 90% allows room for hopefully some healthy processed foods and foods that are not on the list. And please know that you don't have to eat the glorious foods way overnight. You don't even have to get to 80 to 90% by the end of this year. You simply have to take baby steps to improve over time. So if you're only eating 10% of the items that are on the glorious food list, but I want you to strive for 15%. And listen, it can be super simple to accomplish. So for instance, in my 40-day food revival program, where I teach students how to easily transition to eating God's glorious foods, I start my students off with breakfast. If you can get breakfast right, that is 30% of your diet. What a profound difference just improving breakfast will make in your life. Because these glorious foods, they're going to come in and they're going to start bringing energy and life and nutrients and health and healing to your body. They're going to begin to crowd out the bad stuff that are bringing you harm. You're going to start feeling good again and experience relief from your ailments. You will begin to experience real health And once you get a taste of real health, you will not want to go back. Now, remember, if you would like to receive the Glorious Foods list, I simply want you to go to healthyfreelife.com forward slash four, that's the number four, and you will find a link to the Glorious Food list on that page, and you, you can request to have it sent to you. Again, print it out, get to know the foods, and begin to take baby steps that I lay out before you, one by one. And before you know it, you will be eating the healthy, free life way. You plus me plus God's help, you will get there. Now, I want to leave you with this blessing from Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. Now may the God of peace 
who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, may he equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Until next time, bye for now.